Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Shelf Logic. My name is Caroline. My name is Nicholas. This is Travis. And today we are doing a Star Wars ranking. Ooh. Whoa! This wow. Is, we we recently did. <laughs> <laughs> Lightsaber noise. Lightsaber noise. We recently did a Marvel podcast. If you haven't checked that out, we gave our like top Marvel movies in each of the like phases of Marvel. I feel like I think was it Travis and I were talking about this. Marvel is less divisive. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars. This is like. This could be like a maker. Like this could ruin our friendships, guys. It could. I'm, I'm a little nervous. nervous. I mean, if you're listening to this, you may not, maybe recently we didn't do this Marvel podcast. I don't know when this one's airing, so maybe three <laughs> months ago we did this Marvel Marvel podcast. Recently, we like, one. you know, within the year. Yeah. Uh, what is recent anymore? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this could be, Ooh. this could be divisive. Uh-oh. And if you are a Star Wars fan and you have opinions out there, please don't come for us. <laughs> <laughs> don't hunt us down, Don't hunt please. us down. <laughs> we're, we're not on Twitter, or if we are, you won't know about it. <laughs> This, so. this was a conversation that I had this morning with my husband. Star Wars is like cake. I love, well, this isn't the case for everyone, but in my brain, I have a very hard time differentiating like each individual movie from one another because I just like all of the movies. So like to me, Star Wars is a cake. Each slice is perfectly fine on its own, but when they come together, it's magic. It's one whole cake. I like that. Thank you. Uh, I would say that's you. pretty much right. Like, I feel like I've seen the original trilogy a million times, but I still get confused on what events happen in what movie. Yeah. It's weird. I think I've only seen the orig- original trilogy maybe twice, and you could probably ask me, and I think I could, I could pick out with pretty good accuracy what event happened in what specific movie. That's impressive. That is. I'm pretty good with that. I think I could do, like, I know the beginning, and I know Ewoks, Ewoks are the last or the, Ewoks, at the are the, end. Ewoks are the worst. <laughs> what? It's, it's begun. Okay, all right. It's, it's begun. begun. All okay. right. Let's Here get into go. it. All right. So we're, we're going to go through, we're going to pick, instead of discussing all 11 movies and assorted TV shows, we're going to pick our pick for best Star Wars movie, our pick for worst Star Wars movie, and our pick for most, like, middling Star Wars movie. Oh, Ooh. this is so yeah, hard, though. Tough. But my top three is so good. Yeah, but you gotta pick one. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. Fine. Pick one, but you say, oh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick one, but I'm gonna say all three. Uh, Just you, kidding. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Combine them into one title. All I right. mean, I guess at that point, we could pick, like, our top three, yes. our worst three, and our most middling three. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah, work. Yeah, look at that. And then right. magically, all nine have made it. <laughs> Except for Rogue One and, <laughs> and Solo. Oh, yeah. maybe. Maybe those aren't. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. All right. All right. Here we go. Who wants to kick it off? Uh, Travis. Ooh, okay. Uh, so my top three, or my number one, I think. Okay. The Empire Strikes Back. Woo! Um, I think in terms of, honestly, I feel like it's just my favorite, well, as I just said, it's my favorite one of the whole thing. I feel like it's the most, I really like middle chapters in stories, particularly when the good guys lose. Like, yeah. I feel like they spend that movie, kind of like The Last Jedi, like, losing the entire time. And getting kicked around from, like, you know, first they lose Hoth, then they have to go to Bespin, then they get kicked off of Bespin, and then yes. where do they go after that? So. Right. Yeah, and, you know, it's, I mean, it's just so seminal in terms of, of filmmaking. I feel yeah. like there's so much that comes specifically from that movie. Yeah. Also kind of interesting that George Lucas 
that's I don't think it was the least he's done with one of the movies, but he didn't direct or write that one. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. That's he, pretty wild. He didn't do that for Return of the Jedi either. Yeah. He was right. actually pretty like hands off. Yeah. So Which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he I mean, in terms of creative direction, he was the driving force behind right. it. But in terms of just like screenplay and like that sort of thing, like, yeah. yeah, he was not really He's, I, I feel like we can agree George Lucas's strengths aren't the day-to-day execution of movies. They're, they're kind of like, he creates the universe, and the universe is awesome. And he's, eh. Which can prove to be really awesome. I mean, like, the Lord of the Rings universe True. is incredible. The Star Wars universe is pretty incredible. Like, the world building is sometimes yeah. compelling. Like, yeah. the most compelling part. Incredibly creative, I think. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I would have to go, uh, I'd say, A New Hope, second, and then Return of the Jedi, okay. third. Mm, okay. So, original trilogy, <sighs> I feel like I've seen them so much. Like, some of the other movies, I, like Rogue One. I've only seen it once, maybe twice, but I loved it. It's but it's good. so hard for me to pick it as, like, the top three, because I've seen the originals, like, a million times. And it's interesting that you put Return of the Jedi in your top three, because that one just got squeaked out for me, and Ooh. I won't reveal what it got squeaked out by. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, it's really the Ewoks that I love. See, that's, for, for me, it's, for me, Return of the Jedi is either in my middling or not good. Oh, no. I don't like Return of the Jedi. I'm not going to Okay. Lie. There's see, parts of it that I do really enjoy. And then there's parts of it that, like, so just full, uh, full kind of disclosure, I read a lot of the books. I play a lot of the games. I'm, like, kind of a... You know, I know a lot about like the expanded universe air quotes. So I guess Return of the Jedi is higher than it normally would be for that because kind of a lot of the Star Wars expanded universe hinges on that. But I dislike it immensely as a movie. Oh. <laughs> we talked about Ewoks today as well. I laughed. I was like, oh, I wonder if that was going to be. I love Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> like the Ewok party is. No, so it's so wonderful. Okay, but I'm also. Like a creatures person, like uh, I any like the Niffler in Fantastic Beasts. Not a huge Fantastic Beasts fan, but like I want a Niffler. Yeah. I also want an Ewok. I also don't think they ever gave them a name, but those like well no they definitely did. Everything has a name in Star Wars. Those like crystal dogs in the Last Jedi. I want one of those. Oh yeah. I want one of those. Oh, I those am a cool. creatures person. So if anything has like a very like what's clearly marketed as a like gimmicky creature it's probably gotten me so fun fact in uh there's a game released maybe five years no maybe three years ago uh star wars battlefront 2 one of the modes is like it's like a mode where you play as a stormtrooper trying to like basically repel waves of ewoks and it's like a horror it's like a horror ewoks are scary like they just drop out of nowhere you see them like spear a dude and you're just like ah! <laughs> so yeah ewoks are scary I also love Jawas like Jawas are awesome yeah Jawas are great um, you can meet a Jawa in Disney World and they'll like they have little trinkets and they'll trade them with you that's oh, cool what? yeah How yeah cool. Okay. yeah that's next cool. time you go to Disney I don't know if they're doing it right now considering yeah. times but um, yeah like always have like a little trinkety thing on you because they'll trade you for like like, I got a little, like, tiny plastic duck once. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, love that. Fun fact. Oh, I should probably... So, mine are going to be, I guess, a little bit more divisive, probably, than either, <laughs> either Travis's or Caroline's. But know. my top three in no particular order. I really enjoyed Revenge of the Sith, so episode three. I really enjoyed um, 
I was just about to say Return of the Jedi, but I've made it very clear that that's not it. <laughs> um, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> okay, and okay. honestly, I would probably have to say I I enjoyed The Last Jedi. I'd be The Last Jedi or Rogue One. I really did okay. enjoy it. Rogue One was kind of this, just this, like, what if you had a war story, but it was Star Wars? Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Our top threes are not as different as I thought yeah. that they yeah, would be. Yeah, true. I feel like you really can't have a top three without Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, sorry if you do out there, but, like, it truly is, like, the ideal Star Wars movie to me. Yeah. I mean, it really puts kind of, it really ties the whole kind of universe together. Like, you know, you see the Empire when it's not just getting blown up mm-hmm. or when right. it's not torturing, a, you know, a princess or, you know... When, Boba Fett doesn't accidentally get knocked off a skiff and fall into the Sarlacc <laughs> pit like a like a doofus. But you kind of get to see, like, oh, the Empire is actually pretty scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, true. Yeah. I love that you also picked from most of the franchise, like, the trilogy. Yeah, I feel like each, each one had a, a really good movie embedded in it, surrounded by two mediocre to not very good ones. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that I makes like sense. Um, I took a lot of notes because I feel like I don't know because I feel like I had to because my brain will will lose these things. Um, my my top three: Empire Strikes Back, uh, definitively like the number one for me. Last Jedi was my second because Ooh, I did enjoy Last Jedi. It, it's a great movie, and I think that the original trilogy and the newest trilogy mirrored each other in a lot of ways. And I think Last Jedi was was the new trilogy's answer to Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, we're in the same situation where, like, we've gotten the introduction, we know all of our characters, we care about them for the most part, we want Nicholas to get the <laughs> yeah. hand. Yeah. Fair. I mean, we don't care about all of them. It's, that's, yeah. Um, but now they're kind of in the throes of things and, like, trying to figure out what the next step is and, like, yeah. where to go from here. So it's it's very closely the answer to Strikes Back. Um, oh, and this was something that my husband and I talk about all the time. Um, there's little, there are some changes in lore. People always point to Leia being force sensitive, but I would like to argue right here, right now, that this is established in the original trilogy that Princess Leia is force sensitive. So this is not a new discovery in The Last Jedi. They they really leaned into it in like the old expanded universe. Yeah. Really leaned into it. Yeah. Like, I think it was Return of the Jedi when, when Darth Vader you know, gets the kibosh that yeah, like that Leia, I think she feels it. She right? feels it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And when Han dies, she feels it. Yeah. Like it's not it's always alluded to that Leia's force sensitive. So anybody that says that she that that's like new lore, no, it's I want to talk to. Um but old, this <laughs> old nineties Star Wars novels would also disagree Thank with you. Thank you. Okay, great. Um but Last Eye also focuses on the humanity of each character rather than like the you know, kind of tropic battle between good versus evil. So, love that. Third, and this is what squeaked out, Return of the Uh-oh. Jedi, I love Rogue One. Oh, I yeah, am such a big Rogue yes. One fan. Um, I think as a reader, it's hard for me to get into a prequel because I generally know what the consequences are going to be. Um, and Rogue One, like, we know what the consequences are. We know what yeah, happens. You know like, what the stakes are. Yeah, you know what the stakes are. And, and for the most part, you know what's going to happen at the end because it's already alluded to in the original trilogy. So there's no secret. Like, you know what happens. Um, but I still sat on the edge of my seat the whole time, Me hoping too. that Jyn Erso, like, I, I hoped the whole time that the outcome could be different. Yeah. I think the thing, and it's such a petty thing for Rogue One, the capes. Oh gosh, the yeah, capes. there is there a were great so deal many of capes. capes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. A lot of capes wishing. Capes are so cool though. Yeah, I this think is that's also why they the put age of the hair flip though, and I yeah. feel like they needed an answer, like a Star Wars version of the hair flip. Like, ugh, 
I mean, to be fair, my, my wife is, t I've told my wife numerous times once, like, little short shoulder capes come back in fashion, I'm gonna wear them all the time. Yes. So, so I would apparently be a very good imperial officer who just stands around and watches things go down while I have, like, a, flips their cape. a fun cape. That'd be fun. It looks I, really I'm cool when it's windy. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's simply it looking does. off into the distance. <laughs> it has to be pensive. Yeah. It has to be. Um, but, yeah, so I was on the edge of my seat. I was truly invested in the fate of the characters, and... I'm always impressed that they took one line, one line from an original trilogy movie and flushed it out True. into a full-blown yeah. film. Yeah. I, I love Rogue One. I think that that is Me like too. a top-tier Star Wars movie. I was pretty shocked as well, like, like the Disney, like, because you know what's going to happen. But you're like, oh, yeah. maybe somebody's on an, they got off-world or something, and then they kill everybody. It's mm -hmm. kind of like the snap. Eh, I, I yeah. was just so shocked that, that I was like, oh, Disney's not going to kill everybody. Oh, no. They killed everybody. They killed everybody. everybody. And wild. it'll be interesting to see where, because this is like a prequel to the prequel, what they do with the Cassian story, because that is oh, going to be a show on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Yes, so it is. It'll be very interesting to see where they take the prequel to the prequel with Cassian. Yeah, okay. that's my top three. Okay. You want me to kick it off at the bottom three? Ooh, yeah, because I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, because I, I think I was the only one that had a prequel movie in there, and yes. honestly, I feel like one of the big reasons, well, two big reasons for that were it fleshed out the kind of the universe in a way that you could look back from the original trilogies and be like, okay, this makes sense to get where they are, like I get how the Emperor got where they were, you know, and, and um, George Lucas has said numerous times he kind of wrote that as like a, like a Richard Nixon type, you know. What would Richard Nixon do if he could become Galactic Emperor yeah. type thing? Um, which I feel like, and I, I feel like uh, Anakin's kind of heel turn from Jedi to Sith is actually pretty well handled. It's pretty well fleshed out. Um, I mean, as far as things go, um, which is not something I can say in the sequel trilogy. I'm constantly like, how did this happen? It's just the same thing again. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I, I know the prequel movies got a lot of flack for a lot of stuff. But if you're going to watch one of them, make it Revenge of the Sith. I think I would agree with that. Surprisingly sure. enough, I have I have a prequel in each like kind of category. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the same. Like, oh well, I guess I don't have one in my top three, but <laughs> close. <laughs> I've got two well, in my I... middle and like three. I've got two in my middle and one at the bottom that yeah. is like. For me, the absolute, like... It's been so long since I've seen that one, and I have no desire to go back to it. So let's kick it off with your bottom right. Should I go, like, 9, 10, 11, or should I go worst, and then, like, the second? However you want it. All right, well, let's do it. Let's just let's just get it out there. Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, first of all, the CGI... It's, it has not helped. <laughs> I get that it's the early 2000s. I get it. I really do. Or is it the late 90s or early 2000s? Early 2000s. Okay, yeah. I thought it's, so. It's, 2001. It's like the CGI in Return of the King. You look at it uh -huh. and you're like, oh no. Like, yeah. why, is, why is Legolas like... Or actually the CGI in The Hobbit, which is yeah, also not really bad. You know, from 2015 yeah, or whatever. That's equally really bad. And that's, and that's... It was hard for me to, to even mention that because... It is the early 2000s, and we've come such a long way with CGI that sometimes when we look back, we like judge unfairly the CGI of the early 2000s because it was at the time it was like, dang, Whoa. okay, yeah. this is pretty cool. It's bad though, but it's bad. Um, <laughs> Ewan McGregor's hair is also bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's hair in that movie is horrendous. These are just like points, like small points. <laughs> Storylines are pretty messy in that one. Um, I feel like we've got a lot going on, and nothing ever really comes together. 
far too much romance that isn't compelling between Padme and Anakin. I individually love Anakin Skywalker, and I love Padme Amidala. I had a Padme Barbie doll that I really loved. Individually, very interesting. Together, oh my gosh, like watching grass grow. Um, (laughs) There's a a mystery that's pretty uninteresting. Um, And this is the big point that I was like, I have to put this in last. One of the most undeserving but most brutal moments in any Star Wars movie, when Anakin returns to kill all of the Sand People, does not, no holds bar, like kills everyone, kills women, kills children, murders everyone. And I didn't want to mention like what compels that because it's a little triggering to some people, but it was deserved for one person, but he goes back and murders the entire village of like what is essentially indigenous people to the Star Wars like realm. Um, and it's a turning point for sure. Like you have to, there had to be a point where you start to see like that Anakin sometimes doesn't have any restraint. I did think it was actually kind of an interesting, I guess not counterpoint, but foreshadowing of like how he goes through. And we're going to spoil these because if you haven't seen these (laughs) movies by now, what are you doing? It's been a while. (laughs) But, uh, it's kind of an interesting point to how he's so ready to kill all of the kids at the Jedi Temple. Exactly. Right? Like, he's done this exactly. before. Yeah. Now he's he, doing it to save his wife, so you bet he's going to do this. Yeah, he doesn't quite know. And this is this is kind of a foreshadowing for Anakin himself. He has a hard time seeing the line between good and evil. And so when bad things happen, or what he perceives to be as a bad thing, he just, well, it's just everybody then. Like, gone, done. Um, let's see. Oh, it's trying to set up the um, plot for Revenge of the Sith with the Confederate of Independent Systems yeah. plot, but it's just uninteresting. Uh, and then last but not least, Count Dooku is just not set up in that movie to be a compelling villain. He's, he really gets kind of shafted in the he prequels. He does. Because like, in the expanded universe, he's like, I don't know, they talk a lot more about him. I read the novelization for Revenge of the Sith, which if you ever read one Star Wars book, that's it, because it is amazing. Um, surprisingly somehow but um, you know they do give a lot of backstory to kind of he was this poor you know he was this poor kid he got taken in by the Jedi Order Um, his family dies he inherits like this massive estate Um, and the Jedi Order of course says no you can't hold any titles or land because you're a Jedi that's not how this works Um, so that kind of sets him up for conflict and a lot of people respect him for like his principled stands against the kind of hypocrisy of the Jedi Order. But you never see that in movies. You just see not that. And it's a bummer when you... Because uh, I haven't delved too, too much into the expanded universe because it's just a whole lot for so me. Much. And, like, the 11 movies are enough for me to manage in my brain. But um, last year I read, like, a Leia novel. It was a teen novel. But it was really good. And it had some really interesting world-building character development that you don't get in the movies. It's, this was like teen Leia. Like, yeah. teen Leia, just about to be a princess. So it was, that was really interesting. And I, it's unfortunate that sometimes when you look at a character, you're like, I don't care at all about them. And that was what Attack of the Clones did to Count Dooku. Like, he yeah. had a lot of opportunity to be to like be built up better and just didn't he was. get that. Especially, it's you have it's Christopher Lee playing I this. Know. Like, he, he has the dramatic heft to, like, yeah. really sell that stuff. He was just not given they anything to do. It. No, yeah. That was too much. Yeah. Oh, number 10. So, like, my second to last. Um, it's it's got to be Solo. I was Ooh. so excited about a Han Solo yeah. movie, but it's boring. I and never saw it. 
you probably honestly don't I don't know that you need to yet they have not they have not really mentioned how or if it's going to pick up at all anywhere the best part about that movie is Donald Glover's Lando Um, I just like could not imagine anybody else playing a young Lando he did such a great job but this is where I was talking about with Rogue One where like a prequel has to be really compelling there were moments of like peril for Han Solo, but you're sitting there in the movie theater like, nothing's going to happen. Right. You know he's going to live. Right. Like, he hasn't even met Luke Skywalker <laughs> yet, so you know that this is, like, too early to be consequential to, like, the Skywalker trilogy. And it didn't... I didn't think that it really shaped Han Solo's character in any way. So, I don't know. Solo? Not interesting. Uh, and then my ninth... And I, I hate to say it, but it's The Rise of Skywalker. Um, it tried to overcorrect where people were critical of Last Jedi. Um, and they were afraid of the reaction. They were afraid of backlash. And so they overcorrected. And I really just wish that they had picked up... You know, there were little things that they could adjust, but just pick up where The Last Jedi left off, answer some of those questions that were hanging from Last Jedi, and just move on. You're going to get critique no matter what. So just pick up and keep going. Um Let's see. Finn gets no resolution. Yeah. Finn absolutely. Finn, the whole movie, Finn is saying, Ray, I've got to tell you something. Ray, I've got to tell you something. Ray, I've got to tell you something. And he never gets to tell her. He never tells her what it is. (laughs) Rose Tico, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, She goes from being like a main character to just like, I'm fixing this engine right now. I'm 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 really busy, guys. I'm doing mechanic stuff. Yeah. 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 And I just wanted to know what the heck Finn had to tell Ray. I'm like frustrated by it just thinking about it now. He's the most interesting sequel character, truthfully. Yeah, like, I chi- agree. Child soldier, like yeah. Poe Dameron is just Han Solo again. Yeah. Uh, Rey is just female Luke Skywalker. Yep. Um, Leia is literally still just the it's same. It's still there, so. yeah, which is great. I love Carrie Fisher and I love Princess Leia, but yeah, I mean, Finn had the opportunity to be a really cool side character. Like, I hate to say sidekick because he was... He could have had a really cool story on his own, but they turned him into a full-blown sidekick. Everybody yeah. seemed like a sidekick to somebody else in the sequel. Yeah. Trilogy. I don't know who was the main character to be honest. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. did he did he have to tell Ray that he had a big crush on her? Did he have to tell Ray that he thought he might be Force-sensitive? He doesn't tell her anything. Right. He literally doesn't tell her anything. Um, also, I will the point that I will give Rise of Skywalker, I personally really enjoy Kylo Ren's turn. I I understand the criticism that it wasn't really well-deserved because he was never truly a great villain. I don't know. He's he not very intimidating. And the minute they had the opportunity in Last Jedi, he starts to falter. But um, I really liked the moment that he had with Han Solo where oh, Han kind yeah. of, yeah. you know, like gives him the push to go to the light side yeah. and be good. Um, I don't know. I... I also really just have a soft spot for Adam Driver, so maybe that's my issue, but I, I that was probably one of the more compelling parts of last or I'm sorry, Rise of Skywalker for me, but overall not a great ending to the trilogy and they could have really done something different. I remember the thing that always bugged me, well, there are a lot of things that bug me. <laughs> As I'm sure you can tell, listener, I'm I'm pedantic about these things, but I, I just remember when Snoke died and Kylo Ren immediately became, like, first leader. I was like, what is the command structure? This is like, <laughs> you know, I kill you, the leader of the pack, and I'm the leader of the pack now. Everybody, like, I mean, what? how does that even Everyone's work? cool with it. This yeah. is like a Game of Thrones ending. Whoever, yeah, kills the pres- whoever kills the president is now the president. Like, is that how this works? Um, but so the big twist is, like, he goes in, he murders his way through 
um, Mustafar, which you don't know in the movie because it's just like an anger-induced haze of Kylo Ren cutting down people, uh, shows up at this planet and, oh, surprise, Palpatine's back. They never right. explain any of that. No. <laughs> You're just like, huh, that's happening in the first ten minutes. There it <laughs> is. Like, I felt like that should have been a bigger reveal. Like, this villain is back. Except, oh, huh, he's got a life support system now. That's creepy. Right. Yeah. And Nicholas and I were just talking about this earlier today. I What frustrates me is in Last Jedi... Um, Kylo Ren says to Rey, you're nobody. Your parents were nobody, and you're nobody. And while at the time, everyone kind of wanted it to be, like, Somebody. just a cutting, like, just a moment where he's, like, cutting her down, whether it's true or not, it would have been kind of cool to have her be nobody. And then they were like, oh, she's a Palpatine. And it's like, what? Why? Oh, yeah. And Why? especially at the end of The Last Jedi where that kid, like, force pulls yeah. the gun yeah. to him. It kind of set up the, like, a lot more people can use the force. And now it's like, right. surprise. Yes. They can. Yeah. And that, that was the thing that was frustrating. It was like, like we're opening up an opportunity for people to just be one with the force and not yeah. have to be a derivative of anyone or a relative of anyone or lineage or whatever. And then it's like, Oh wow! Like our main character is that way. That's so cool. And then it's like, nah, she's a Palpatine. Right. Why? <laughs> Why him? I mean, that's something the old expanded universe, the books, did way better. Like you had people that weren't Skywalkers and yeah. Solos be Jedi, and it was not that way in the new trilogy yeah. or in the new books, which is also humor. Yeah. So you know, that's that's my bottom. I okay. Oh <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, my bottom one. Worst, the worst, in my opinion, is the Phantom Menace. Now, I don't know how much of that is because I went to see that in theaters when it launched. I <laughs> don't know how much of it is the hype at this oh point. Oh, my. It was so hyped. We were so excited. We watched these movies constantly, and then we went. I love it. When looking back in hindsight, I love, um, oh, my goodness. What's the... What was Clark on Gems? Liam Nation. Le- Liam, oh, Liam, Liam Nation. Liam Nation. I was like, and you were McGregor. I was like, what a cast. Like, looking back on it now, and I love Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. I was so pumped, and I was just so disappointed. How much of that is also Jar Jar Binks? That, yes. Well, that's a great, that's a great point. As <laughs> oh, well. my poor gosh. CGI. And poor CGI. Yeah. I will say, I was... I love the fight between you, between you and McGregor, Qui Gon Jinn. You know, I'm just naming people and characters, but I was disappointed. I love the fight. I hated Darth Maul. He was oh, such like a boring a, character. He just yeah. showed up brooded and like flew away on a speeder bike. It's kind of like Dooku in a way. Like yeah, there, there is a there's a lot of like character there, like well, in the expanded stuff. I what mean, I've heard, I, I don't mean, really know. To be fair, Darth Maul did get brought back as like a half cyborg. <laughs> In the Clone Wars TV show, yeah. so they yeah. just went nuts on that because it he essentially got cut in half. Cut, and then he melded to something as he fell off the thing. Is that what I no, understand? No, I think. Okay, I I don't know. I think they somebody found him. Someone and like, rescues him. Yeah, okay. attached him to like what looks like giant metal bird legs. Basically, oh, yeah, okay. they're insane. Yeah, so. That's, That's awesome. That was one that fell in the middle for me because, yeah, like, the Duel of the Fates is Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Obi-Wan, and that's really cool. Um, something that my husband brought up that I was like, this is something that you notice that I never, ever notice. Sound design, he said, was really interesting, um, and it's a lot more practical special effects. Yeah, oh, okay. So that's cool. Like, that this is the that. first time we really see the ability to even do practical special effects in a Star Wars movie, other than, other than like, the models and small-scale yeah. stuff, but... Yeah, that one is... Uh, Pod racing was cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I used to play the pod racing game on my N64. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, I did love that game. We're yeah. also big new Gunray fans in my house. I just remember, uh, what did they say? Aggressive negotiations. That's the yeah. way they cut, as they, when they cut their way out of the... <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, like, I, I remember that part. I remember a decent amount from the Phantom Menace. I could not recall anything from the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Geonosis fight, but that's it. We quote a lot of... I think we probably quote from... The prequel trilogy the most. Like every once in a while, like we'll, our cats will fight. Like our one cat will like pounce the other out of nowhere, and we'll go. Do you think they expect an attack? I don't know. Oh my <laughs> God. Like it's just stupid lines that we latch onto because we love New Gunray. It started as a meme, and it just it quickly unraveled into not being a meme. <laughs> Uh, uh, so second to last, I'd have to go with Attack of the Clones, oh, yeah. uh, you know. And then, so I'm sitting here thinking about this after I've read this list. I put third Revenge of the Sith. That's wrong. But, <laughs> but I don't, like, I have above it Solo. Come on, man. And, and, oh, and I'm sitting here thinking, dude. and I'm like, I don't remember anything about Solo. <laughs> I was gonna, so I was going to say that's my middling one, but it's like, I don't remember <laughs> at anything at all. It's a... It's generally a bad movie. I mean, it's not a... The thing that sucks is it's not a badly made movie. It yeah. was fine. It's the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Of. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> back to the bar. Yeah. back. It's uh, just... Yeah, I mean... I don't know. And another one where the cast was pretty good. Like, yes. Donald Glover as Lando was incredible. Yes. Um, Kira, uh, whose name is escaping me right now. It's it's Daenerys Targaryen. Like, oh, what is her name? Um, oh my gosh, e- Emily uh, Clark. Emily Clark, great actress, yeah. already very well known for Game of Thrones at that point. And then it was just like, eh, yeah, that was, yeah. that was a movie. Oof. I yep. sat through it. So I think I'd have to switch. Although I will say that I uh, I wanted to like the Last Jedi so much. I mm. think I appreciate yeah. the Last Jedi more than I like it. I love. Well, I like that they did try and, like... Because I think Ryan Johnson was trying to expand, like, the idea of... We don't have to focus on the Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. I love the idea when the kid at the end's like, pulling the broom. That was I'm like, awesome. oh, that's fascinating. And it's kind of like when they killed everybody at the end of Rogue One. It's like, bold choices. Mm-hmm. And that immediately got undone. And then, it's, and then, like, so many people were like, oh, this movie's terrible. And then we didn't see... I think my main issue is it's like... I wish you would have just given the entire trilogy to either Ryan Johnson or to JJ. Yeah, yeah, that definitely causes problems. Because it's and like, oh, it doesn't matter who you are. The next movie is called The Rise of Skywalker. But it absolutely <laughs> does it matter. It actually like, does matter who what? you are. Just kidding. I, I remember when, even when I... Because I watched The Last Jedi a couple times. And I remember even kind of my first viewing, like, when they're going to the, whatever, Space Monaco, you know, Kanto I Bite. loved Kanto That Bite. was boring. Like, I was just like, oh, they could have cut this. Like, I I don't care about, like, any of this, like, none of this. This is not interesting. That's uh, so funny. I hated how they made Luke a grumpy old man. Yeah. That, like, that bugged yeah. me so much. Like, And it, and the problem is that they don't, uh, he's hurt. Like, what, what he really is is hurt and, like, confused and scarred because this, like, Jedi Academy that he tries to build is destroyed. And 
but, and he has a right to be sad, but he's just like cynical. Uh, yeah, it's just like you you tried with one dude, you tried with one kid, man. <laughs> like, do you know how many people the old Jedi Order has become Sith? Like half of them. Do you remember and how annoying you were? I like, know come they, on. Were, they weren't just like, nope, we're giving up, we're going home with this. Time like, to pack it up, kids. I know. Come on, one kid kills your students and burns down your temple. You get back on that horse. You find more force-sensitive kids. Cause Do you think no. your dad gave up after he killed an entire village of people? I know, he right? certainly come, did come not. On. Come on, look at look at Anakin's oh, example. He, he did better. Kids these days don't have any gumption. <laughs> well, and, then, and then he ends up like burning all of like the Jedi stuff. He's like, there's no more Jedi now. And yeah. Yoda, and Yoda sh- comes and out and is like, dude, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh man, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned Canto Bite because I, like, yeah, I mean, the Canto Bite scene is fairly inconsequential, but like, I thought that that was such a fun play. And again, a creature, they had those weird horses. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. And they, yeah. they set him free and they all gallop off it, into the it sun. did have some really cool like the the fight in Snoke's thorn throne room, oh. thorn room. That was cool. Yeah, I that. that was really neat. The visual design was fantastic. I also really love Benicio del Toro. Yeah, uh, I eh. like your drunk con artist uncle. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. love Benicio del Toro. I forgot he was in that until you mentioned that. Oh no, yeah. drunk I'm, con I'm artist uncle sad. Picturing him as the collector from. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. They're basically the same person. True. That's the problem, too, is you get so much crossover between these big universes, and then you're like, wait, Benicio Del Toro is (laughs) in both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's funky. I I think I would have liked Less Jedi more if when Snoke, like, died, that it was, like, at the very last scene or something. You have, like, Palpatine's laugh, or there's, like, something that I would be like, yes, that's what this is all about. But, like, walking out of that theater, I was like, so Kylo Ren's the bad guy? I, I know, care. right? Yeah, how does right. this work? Yeah. Snoke was scary. You know, he was like, all he right. He was giant Hugh Hefner. And that was... <laughs> such... <laughs> he was scary. That was such an epic battle that, yeah, like, to to have any more movie after that, like, your heart is pumping, yeah, and yeah. then you start to relax a little more, and you're like, oh, yeah, there was a giant fight scene kind of in the middle of the movie. Yeah. It should, yeah, you're right. It would have been yeah. much more epic if it had just ended right there. Ugh. Like, Snoke dies... Which, Maybe we start to see everybody, like, the Royal Guard coming in, but then... Because, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they all have, like, different weapons, too? They each, like, in the throne room? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, there were, like, some whippy which, ones, true. some which, sticky ones. I feel like that's not how... <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure nobody's, like, Royal Presidential Guard, we're going to give you all different kinds of <laughs> rifles. Like, yeah. who wants the one that's, like, Scorpion's tail? Anyone? Sure. Anyone? Anyone want a staff? I do <laughs> Who big wants, taser? Yeah. Big taser. Who wants a giant mace? I guess. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely some. I mean, it was cool to see different things. I mean, in it Star was. Wars like, universe, yeah. But. That logistical level. You're like, this is wholly impractical. Why would you do this? <laughs> How do you source these weapons afterward? Right. Like, if somebody dies, do you have to train somebody, like, from the time they're a small child to... To use the scorpion to, Yeah, to use the scorpion sword. Like, how do you do that? And like on a shelf, and like the last person, you were late today, you get the mace. <laughs> you, you get the quarter staff, you take it. Is that how they haze new royal guard? Like, everybody's least, everybody's least favorite weapon, the new guy gets it? The scorpion funny. sword, probably. I don't know, I would it's love like, that. Uh, I can't use this. It's like... Hitting somebody with a slinky. Yeah. Just completely out of control. I could just see one of the royal guards just spinning a slinky around. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nicholas, you're last. You're three. Um, so I'm going to go with Return of the Jedi. This is in no particular order. 
Uh, Return of the Jedi is one of them. Um, like I said, expanded universe-wise, it kind of sets, obviously, for you know everything coming after. The second Death Star was pretty legit. The Like, we're going to destroy it when it's only being built. Oh my gosh, it's totally operational and it's going to kill us. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, everything else about it was like, so car, which was such so it was cartoonish. I think that's what, and which seems like a weird critique of a Star Wars movie, but like, <laughs> I just remember uh, when Leia strangled Jabba. Oh yeah. Like with chains, which how do you strangle something that big that's she like strangling large. an yeah. elephant? Yeah. Um, when they're on that little floating barge thing over the Sarlacc, and Han Solo gets blinded, turns around, he's like, "Where am I? Where am I?" His little staff thing knocks Boba Fett's like jetpack, sets it off, oh, yeah. and you hear this as he falls. <laughs> into the I forgot that's how that happened. Oh, I no. Yeah, if you ever see Boba Fett the Mandalorian, you think, "Wow, this guy's a hardened bounty hunter." He is not. He's a punk. <laughs> He could be scared in a moment's notice. He got eaten yes. by a hole in the ground. Oh, no, I forgot like, about it's that. It's so insane. Oh. And then obviously the Ewoks, like, I mean, this goes back to the whole stormtroopers, you know, our ridiculous thing. But, like, I mean, literally at one point, like, they're attacking them with rocks and sticks. Uh, their little chicken walkers get smashed by, like, two logs. Like, oh, yeah. when do they have time to, are they building these at the exact right height? Like, can they adjust <laughs> yeah. them up and down? Like, how does this work? They're geniuses. I mean, <laughs> just everything about that was just, and then the second Death Star attack was basically, I mean, just a rerun of the first Death Star attack. There's only so many ways you can kill a Death that's Star. That's true, yeah. That's fair. Um, Darth Vader's kind of turn wasn't really earned. Like, you know, Palpatine's kind of electrocuting his son, which... Yeah, I mean, he really he didn't... Throws him down the hole. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. attempting to find and murder his son before that, so... True. Eh. Um, yeah. It's totally very different, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you, especially it's it's like coming from Apocalypse Now to Tropic Thunder, is the way I think of it. Like, <laughs> yes. That's almost the tonal shift. Yeah, like, it's, okay. it's nuts. Um, Attack of the Clones, for the reasons you mentioned. Uh, mostly for me, it's the hair, though. I can't get over it's, that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that, like... It's the Thor's wig effect. It, it is. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, if you watch a movie and you think, man, that is so 90s, it's like that, but whoo, that's early 2000s. Like, <laughs> not in a good way. Like um, young Anakin's rat tail. Yeah, oh my gosh. That's... Mm, that was a style. I knew far too many kids with a rat tail yeah. because of that movie. I, I will say the Clone Wars TV show is amazing. Um, I, yeah, I have to watch. Things. That's that's good. Um, just don't watch the movie. Um, and then I would say Force Awakens. It was it was Episode Four again. Like that's all yeah. it was. Like, you know, I mean, Episode Four. You have a orphan on a desert planet. Episode Seven, orphan on a desert planet. You know, there's a Death Star. But what if we made the Death Star a planet now? Uh, what if you have Darth Vader, but he whines a lot and kind of lashes out at everybody and has a real janky-looking lightsaber? Kylo that... Ren has a lot of feelings, okay? That yeah. one fell toward the bottom of the middle for me because, like, I think that they had to... Well, they didn't have to, but they did recreate New Hope as, like, a new, like, era of Star Wars a fans. New, a new New Hope. A new a new, new Hope. <laughs> a newest um, It reintroduced us to new characters. Or it introduced us to new characters. But, yeah, reintroduced, like, the same tropes that New Hope introduced. It looked good, though. It did. It did look really good. That's... And you know what? The hype around it was genuinely, like, yeah. very well done. 
Yeah, I have that as number five on my list. Just it's straight candy, and it's such a reboot and a rehash. Yeah. But I love it. I can't. I just. Which is so funny because mine's number seven, but New Hope's number five for me, and I feel like they're yeah. interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, they're basically the same movie. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are my three. Nice. And then mm-hmm. we have middling. Middling. Are we picking like our, our, well, I mean, it's not even number, but like our middle, like just. I feel like middle. we should just, because we've got about 10 more minutes. Okay. Maybe like our, just our middlest movie. Our middlest of the middle. middle. Okay. okay. Middle, middlest Star Wars. I, I'll kick it off. Revenge of the Sith for me is my middle. Uh-huh. It's the best of the prequels. Um, but I mean, it's still, it's still the prequels. Um, <laughs> it had a lot of memorable characters. I personally really enjoy General Grievous. Yeah. Oh, Grievous, yeah. It's, Grievous yeah. is great. Um, it's, there's a lot of action. It's not bogged down by a lot of the dorky dialogue that some of the other prequels yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and I think at that point in films, that was what people were looking for, was like cool action movie. Like yeah. we weren't looking for, I didn't want to hear all of this chatting. No more chatting, okay? <laughs> I just want to see cool Star Wars fights and action and chase scenes and... Thanks, Revenge of the Sith. They did that. <laughs> they did that. So yeah, that's like that was number six for me. So almost, I mean, if it were an even number, that would be dead middle. Yeah, that's uh, so. I would choose uh, my number six, Episode Nine, Rise of Skywalker, for okay. almost the exact same reasons. Um, ah, that movie is just—it makes no sense, <laughs> no. none no. at all. But from the first ten minutes, where I don't—I was like, "What's happening? I don't know. I don't care." Palpatine's here, and I'm just like, <laughs> "What?" Well, I love it so much because Palpatine is so scary and horror movie. They, they did make him look super creepy. Yes, I love that. What's he doing? Where are all these people around him? What planet that, that, is this? That was my favorite. Like, <laughs> I feel like those are all the questions I ask when I watch a Star Wars movie. Who's he? What are we doing? What planet are we on? Right. Why? Why are? Why is everything made out of stone? Why are they just cra- chanting like weirdos? Who's right. chanting? Like, who, where are these? Yeah. What's where did happening? Where the ships come from? Why is there lightning everywhere? <laughs> Lightning, yeah. Your lightning, lightning powers have gotten stronger, although you're in on some kind of like yeah. system. Yeah. I don't know, but I loved <laughs> it. I loved it so much. And our, the most shocking, I forgot who brought it up, maybe you, Caroline. They got Harrison Ford to come back. Oh my gosh, that was so awesome. I wasn't yeah, entirely sure that wasn't stock footage, to be it honest. Could be. You know what? It might be. That is his least favorite role. <laughs> that's just so funny. And that's, you know, the funny thing we were talking about, like grumpy Luke Skywalker. Harrison Ford is like the grumpiest grump ever. He hated playing Han Solo. He was, he was so stoked when he got stabbed through the chest. Yeah. He wanted it. They were like, we're going to kill you off. And he was like, yes. Yeah. Finally. Uh, please. I, I'm still not convinced that wasn't stock footage. It, it could I, be. I want to watch it again because maybe it was. It could very well I do be. feel like he tried, though, with The Force Awakens. He did. A, he lot, did. Of, a lot of his later movies, he's like, he's phoning it in. I feel like you can tell. But it no. seems like he was like, he I'm finally dying. This is the end. He got his Wind. No, claps for Harrison Ford because he really did come back for the new trilogy and was like, I will give it up, I will give it my all because you're killing me. Please, yeah, please kill me. Yeah. Uh, I want to go play Indiana Jones one more time and then leave me alone, please. I want to fly helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> he can't, he's not allowed. I, I will say, I think my middle list is also Rise of Skywalker okay, because okay. it's one of those, like, you know, if, if you just think the action set pieces, like, you know, there's what fight in the ruins of the second death star at one point oh, people cool. are oh, yeah. like riding animals on a star destroyer you know to disable it for some reason because that's a thing that happens <laughs> more um, animals yeah i mean there's 
but it makes you're right. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, what was it? General Hux is the like the traitor. He's feeding information. Oh, it, it, it would, I forgot. completely forgot about that. Yeah, it, it would okay. be like I don't know a member of the U.S. military feeding information to Al Qaeda because he had a rivalry <laughs> with another general. Like that's it. That's yeah. full stop. Like that's insane. Who does that? Uh, also, Captain Phasma. What a letdown! Oh yeah, from, did she die? I think she died. Maybe it was she in dies the last, last Jedi. Jedi. How did she die in the Last Jedi? She like falls into a pit or something. I, I yeah, just, Finn I, kills her. I just remember. I think it was Force Awakens. She just gets her head like slammed into a console and then like passes out. It's yeah. like, oh, I thought she would be scarier. Than yeah. That. We also have not touched on Laura Dern, but there's only so much time in a podcast. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. Laura Dern. Yeah, but I, I also love Dern. have yeah. feelings about. Yeah. Part of me, I I, I did wonder like because she hyperspace jumped into that. Star Destroyer, like, needlessly big. I mean, like, <laughs> for some reason, the Death Star, I see it, I'm like, yeah, sure, that Star Destroyer. is like, who builds something this big? Why is it that big? It like, is. But it did kind of make me think, why don't people just hyperspace jump into giant ships all the time? Like, it just takes one person. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, you know, smart. So, yeah. Uh, oh, but, you, but Hux, I remember sitting in the theater when Hux is the traitor, I remember thinking, <gasps> Weasley, like yeah. that was my prime. Almost positive. I turned to my husband and went, oh, Bill Weasley. I I just remember thinking, well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that was action-wise. It's amazing. Um, I did kind of enjoy uh, Kylo Ren's fight against the Knights of Ren, <gasps> oh, end, which also was, they went yeah. down so fast. Though. Yeah, they so were really like for a these, minute and a half. I was like, they're they're supposed to look intimidated, which. Speaking of a bodyguard with all different weapons. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe. I mean, I, I swear I saw one dude with, like, giant scissors just clacking around. I'm like. I'm just I, here to trim the hedges, guys. I mean, and he just, like, why would you just not give all of them lightsabers? Because obviously yeah. Kylo Ren's just going to, like, cut right through you. I'm so glad you brought that up because let me tell you the audible gasp I let out when you see Kylo Ren roll up in what is essentially, like, a Banana Republic sweater <laughs> and just cut them all down. I was like, yes, go. Go. When I saw it was about to happen, it's like, oh, it's gonna go down. It's and going just like, down. I was just like, oh, that they just they went down. Like, I might go home and watch that again yeah. because I really enjoy that fight scene. Yeah, it, it was. Maybe I should. I, I almost want to go watch it, but I also just know I will turn my mind off and be like, ooh, it's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, and then of course the star destroyers at the end, where somehow all of them have the power of a Death Star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which oh. Brought me <laughs> back randomly. To yeah, it's like. What's your endgame, Emperor Palpatine? Are you just going to destroy all the planets? Like Basically. Um, and then it's it just reminded me of like a kid playing with action figures, where it's like, no, my Star Destroyer is the Death Star now. <laughs> like, you're like, okay, kid. I want to be the Death Star. <laughs> you're like, okay, kid, you win. This everybody part. gets to be the Death Every, Star. Everybody gets to be the Death yeah, Star. We all take turns being the Death Star. <laughs> it's like, my lightning powers are infinite. Yeah. I just can shoot like everything everywhere I'm I mean, like well, does he do that that's the end fight with Palpatine yeah he's just like and then Ray and Kylo Ren kiss and then he falls mm. to his death I genuinely cried but yeah the kiss I was and it's funny because my friends pick on me hardcore because at first I was like oh intriguing <laughs> and then he dies and I'm like no and now I'm like yeah. yeah looking back that was like oh okay they did well, I will say the fight scene between him and Finn in Force Awakens was cool. Oh, it is a cool I like scene. that. The coolest yeah. scene. Yeah. That was a cool scene. Yeah. The snow. The snow. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Was, yeah, like the snowy forest. Yeah. 
Oh. It's just a missed opportunity, though. Like, you I see know. there's such seeds of greatness they, across the whole thing. I feel like they ended it in precisely, not the worst way, but the, meh. I mean, like, the meh way yeah. they could yeah. end it. They didn't take a stand on anything. Yes. Like, I mean, I guess maybe they went with solutions where individually each one made sense to its particular problem. Sure. But put together, they made zero sense at all whatsoever. Yeah. And, you know, I love John Boyega an awful lot, uh, just, like, as an actor and a person. And I would, have hate, I would have hated to see him leave the trilogy. However, when he's trying to sacrifice himself in The Last Jedi, that is such an epic moment where you see him, like, flying into that, like, turbo engine. And obviously it couldn't end there because it would have blown up Kylo Ren. It wouldn't have made a lot of sense. But, like, it would have given him purpose. Like, yeah. he hates he hates the New Republic. New Republic? No, First Order. First Getting Order. all my eras mixed up. He hates the First Order. Like, it would have been the perfect moment of, like, absolute revenge for him to have been the one to, like, make it stop. Yeah. And then Rose knocks him out of yeah. the way. I and I was, and then they don't even develop any kind of, like, no. love story between them. And I was like, oh, I love Kelly Marie Tran. I liked Rose as a character. But I was like... No, come on. Let him have like this epic sacrificial moment if he's going to have it. Let him have purpose beyond. Let him give Ray, him I got to tell you something. Ray, come Ray, on, Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray please Ray. come home, Ray. I have to tell you a secret. Please. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sad that they did not rate him better. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to hear our Star Wars ranking slash many thoughts on Star yes. Wars. <laughs> to, end, um, to end it, I will lay my life down for Ewoks. Yeah, to, to end it, I... <laughs> Ewoks. Uh. <laughs> also to end it, don't watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Back to that. Back to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ. 